and welcome back to Mental Health Spot. This is Oli speaking. If you're under the age of 18, please consult with your parent, guardian, or a trusted adult before continuing to tune in to my podcast episodes. Let's do this. So, friendly reminder, y'all, I come into these episodes, I choose a topic in my head, maybe research it for five minutes and then I talk about it. I don't take notes. Um, I don't practice beforehand just because I really want to make this as genuine and authentic as possible, but also want to make it informative and educational. But I want to make sure that I'm drawing from my own expertise as much as possible. So with that said, today we are going to talk about borderline, borderline. Okay, I'm done breaking out into song now. Um, I'm sure that y'all have heard uh, Madonna's song, Borderline, and no, I do not own the rights to that song, just in case. Um, But we're going to talk about borderline personality disorder. Uh, very, very, very common personality disorder. Probably one of the more common ones, if not the most common one. Um, and so we're going to talk about that and just dive into more or less what the symptoms are. As I've mentioned before, personality disorders are more difficult to treat then mental health issues such as depression, anxiety, or bipolarity. Um, just because, think about it, it's, it's literally personality disorder. So that means that there's a fundamental issue with your personality construct if you will. And so does that mean there's no hope? Does that mean that there is no way to get better, to feel better, to find relief? Absolutely not. Of course, there's hope. I know plenty of people that have borderline personality disorders that um, have very fulfilling, wonderful lives. They, They receive the help that they need. They see a therapist. They go to groups. They do what they have to do to be proactive. And and listen, it's like anything else, you know, I suffer from chronic depression. And so I know that that's just something that's going to be with me for life. And I've made peace with that. And it doesn't mean that I don't have the coping tools and the therapy and the resources to help me when I'm in that situation. I absolutely have those things available to me. Um, But again, I just want to make sure that I emphasize that Borderline personality disorder, also known as BPD, if left untreated, can be very distressing, not only for the person diagnosed with BPD, but for the people surrounding them. So I guess that's why I wanted to just make sure that I shed light on the fact that because it's a personality disorder, it is harder to treat. But again, there is treatment available. There are a lot of options available um, that are very effective and evidence-based treatments that are very effective 
it's a matter of pursuing those options and making sure that you're being proactive because again left untreated it can be very distressing for everyone involved if you guys hear any background noise i apologize i'm actually laying down in bed and i have one of those noisy beds that anytime i like shift you know what i mean like anytime i like make any sudden movements you hear the bed um so my apologies on that in any case borderline personality disorder can be caused by environmental factors can be um, as a result of genetic components you know if you have a strong family history of mental health issues particularly you know bipolar disorder or you know borderline depression things of that nature um, you may be more likely to have BPD Environmental factors play a huge role, particularly when there is uh, tumultuous, toxic, and negative childhood experience, where your emotions and your feelings may have been severely neglected, um, where you were a victim of abuse. And the onset uh, tends to be around late teens, early 20s, typically. Although it is said that sometimes, you know, you can see, you know, some behavior issues in in, um, childhood years that might later on be consistent with BPD. Typically it is late teens, early 20s, and sometimes can even happen in your 30s, the onset of the symptoms. Um... So let's start with a couple of the crucial symptoms of BPD. Fear of abandonment is a big one. They are deathly afraid of being left alone. It is a crippling fear. And they will do anything to ensure that they're always in someone's company. But here's the clincher. People with BPD tend to have very unstable moods. And so while they do want company and they do want someone around them, they're also very unstable. And so the instability will often result in them pushing people away. They have extreme mood swings, extreme shifts in moods. A person with borderline personality disorder can easily, easily love and praise you one minute and the very next not like you whatsoever. Their their feelings for you will be ever-changing and there won't be a lot of depth behind their feelings for people in general because their feelings are just ever-changing. You may hear a borderline person say, like, female or male, that let's say they start dating someone, and every time they start dating someone, you hear them say, like, oh my God, this is the one. I think I'm in love. And you kind of roll your eyes because you know that in two days, they're going to tell you, or maybe even less, you know what, just kidding, I don't like them anymore. And it's not something that they can genuinely help 
they truly feel like, oh my gosh, this is it. I found my person. And then shortly after, they just lose lose their feelings for that person. The illusion is gone for them. So their feelings are very fleeting and very um, ever-changing, constantly changing. They can hate you. They can love you. And the feelings that they have for you will just never run very deep. They're very unstable in character. Um, They tend to engage in reckless behaviors, self-destructive behaviors, sometimes self-harm, cutting, suicidal attempts, unprotected sex with multiple partners. Um... What I'm saying sounds a lot like a manic episode in bipolar disorder. So this is why it's so important to make sure that you're really gathering all the right information from a person so that you can make the right diagnosis because people are misdiagnosed all the time. And you know what? I don't want to shade anybody for that because at the end of the day, a lot of things can look the same. And that's why you have to have the skills and constantly be reading and doing research and, and, you know, staying educated and staying on top of things so that you can make the proper diagnosis. While I'm not a fan of labels, I do see them as necessary in terms of being able to tailor your treatment accordingly to the client. Because although the treatment for a bipolar um, client versus a borderline client Uh, might be similar there are still differences in the treatment and so it's important to recognize that fact that not every single issue is going to be approached in the same way in the same manner and so it's important to recognize that okay i had to pause this for a second because um the background was buzzing a lot um In any case, so again, it's important to know what the proper diagnosis is so that you can tailor your treatment accordingly. And you know what? You may change your mind. You may change your mind. It may be a situation where you meet with someone and you evaluate them and you have one idea, one concept. And then the more you get to know them and their history, your mind may change and And that's okay. You know, just make sure that you communicate your findings accordingly to the client. But again, fear of abandonment in unstable relationships, unstable moods, ever-changing moods. People with borderline personality disorder have a very difficult time maintaining healthy relationships. Their relationships turn very toxic very quickly and their relationships also become very intense very quickly you'll often hear a borderline person um, or someone who suffers from this disorder rather say something to the effect of um, yep I met I met I met somebody and we've been seeing each other for a week and we moved in together like zero to a hundred type of stuff things that otherwise make no sense like there's no in between where they're concerned it's 
It's very much radical, extreme behaviors. A lot of issues with trust. Um, a lot of issues with communication. And a lot of issues with self-image as well. They have a very negative, typically distorted uh, self-image. And so, does this sound like anybody that you know? Does anybody that you know fit this criteria? If they do, they might have BPD. And again, there's no shame or blame in it. It's just about getting the right help. Receiving talk therapy, going to group therapy or support groups. And if there's any anxiety as a result or or depression as a result of, you know, the BPD and how distressing it can be at times, just depending on the person and what they're experiencing, medication might also be appropriate. So again, lots of similarities to bipolar disorder, but also lots of differences. The impulsivity is also a big factor where people with BPD are concerned. They do not think before they act. They just do things. A person with BPD will will probably call you and say like, oh, I ended my relationship on a whim, like without even thinking about it. And then the next day they'll call you and say, oh, we're back together. Like they don't think about it before they do it. They'll end a relationship on a whim. They'll say whatever they think on a whim. They won't like sit and measure like, should I say this? Should I do this? Is this a good idea? So again, a lot of self-destructive, self-sabotaging behaviors that also end up being distressing for the people around them because the people around them find it difficult to maintain a healthy relationship with them. And so this is just a little bit of information on BPD. I definitely plan on having more episodes um, addressing BPD because I think it's important since a lot of people suffer from BPD. And if you do suffer from BPD or you know someone that does, I just want to say that we're in this journey together. I don't suffer from BPD personally, but I do know people that do. And um, I suffer from chronic depression and generalized anxiety. And so I just want to say that we're in this together. You're not alone. And I'm here if you need my support or if you need my help at the very least in pointing you in the right direction. And just know, again, there's no shame or blame in it. You're not at fault for it, but you are responsible for getting the right help. So no, your, your mental illness, your personality disorder, it's, it's not your fault. But you are responsible for taking ownership of it and seeking the right services. And so with that being said, I hope everyone out there has a great weekend full of love and light and positivity. We need a lot more positivity right now in this world with everything that's been going on. And just know that each and every single one of you is in my thoughts. And just thank you so much again for listening. Have a good one.